Pastor Johannes Mogateli to join me again to discuss a very important topic, I believe. And I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there, and hopefully we can give our listeners some good advice today. And I think actually the answer to this question affects a lot of people out there. Um, Johannes, what is the answer to the next one? Is a customary marriage a valid legal marriage in terms of South African law? Uh, Yes, it's it's a valid marriage. However, it must comply with certain requirements of the law for it to be regarded as valid. I do agree with you that it's a very contentious issue and largely misunderstood by the large members of our community. Uh, Many interpret that uh, customary marriage is not a valid marriage and they still need to go and conclude what we call normally a civil marriage for a marriage to be recognized. But the point of departure is that customary marriage is a valid marriage. It must just conform to the requirements of the law. Now, what are the primary requirements of the law? Remember that uh, customary marriage is being regulated by the Customary Marriages Act 120 of 1998. Now, this act act spells out all the requirements that the marriage must comply with. Number one, the marriage must be negotiated Number two, it must be entered into or celebrated in terms of the customary law. Now, it's a very, very broad and um, vague uh, requirement. Remember that uh, from one customs, from one tribe or from one nation, they are not the same. Now, it depends on what are the formalities of the customs that has been entered into and the marriage for it to be valid must conform to that. I know of various number of uh, decisions in respect of whether the marriage entered into was a, was a valid marriage and or not. Uh, remember, as I said, that it depends from one uh, custom to another. Number one, the marriage must be entered into, must be negotiated, must be negotiated. Therefore, there must be uh, the go-betweens between the family of the, uh, the, the man and the family of the woman that they must ultimately agree on issues. And when they have agreed on issues, they must continue to enter into a marriage and or celebrate the marriage in terms of the customs. One of the contentious issues is that uh, 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 certain issues are being uh, postponed and or extended. Now, the question is, at the time, is the marriage entered into valid or not? But primarily, I found that the most important or contentious uh, issue is that the bride or the woman must be delivered to the family of the husband. Normally, delivery means that um, she's going to be handed into the family of the husband. She's going to assume a new name. She's going to assume a new role. She's going to assume a position in the family of the husband. And that makes the marriage to be concluded. Now, uh, as I indicated that um, uh, if the marriage conforms to those all of those requirements, it's a valid marriage. Now, there is a section in terms of uh, this uh, Customary Marriages Act which says that the marriage uh, can be registered. It is not a requirement. If the marriage is not registered with the Department of Home Affairs, that doesn't make that marriage not to be valid. I have um, uh, also noted that in some instances, such as where there is death or such as where there is a divorce, some magistrate and or the office of the master would require that the marriage be uh, uh, registered. But it should be noted that the mere fact that the marriage is not registered does not make it invalid. However, for convenience sake, 
the marriage can be registered and a, uh, a, a marriage certificate can be issued by the Department of Home Affairs. Normally, it's a very informal process. The parties who entered into, the parties who had the go-betweens when they entered into or negotiated such marriage are the parties that are required for the registration of such a marriage. If those parties are not available, an affidavit will be uh, will be sufficient in this instance. However, as I agree and reiterate, that it doesn't make the marriage to be invalid. It sounds to me like the idea of the Act was not to give a checklist with specific requirements that have to be met before there is a valid custody marriage. As you mentioned, it's, it's fairly widely worded, um, and I guess rightly so, So, because the idea is to cater for all sorts of customs. And obviously there are numerous customs in South Africa. So um, if you comply with your specific customs, and those are obviously not codified, they're not part of any legislation, uh, then there would be a valid match. In other words, if you um, follow the procedure, the process that your customs prescribe, in your community and your family, etc., um, and 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 if your family and your community regards that as a valid marriage, then it is a valid marriage. So it's actually as, as simple as, as that. Am I right? Yes, you are right. And in addition to what you say, we must all. The legislature was very intelligent in conducting such kind of legislation because of remember that the customs, the practices, and the norms they normally evolve. Therefore, what was uh, practiced ten years ago is not what will be valid now. Now, the court need to take into consideration whether to decide whether this marriage is valid or not. The court will regard, uh, will, will, will consider or will look at what, the, what is the custom of uh, that specific uh, family or tribe. Remember, uh, for instance, in the vendor traditions, that for the marriage to be concluded and to be finalized, is that the bride must be delivered. The bride will be given a new name. The bride will assume a specific role. Therefore, uh, uh, that will differ from, for instance, in a Twana culture. In a Twana culture, there's no need that, that, they were, that, that the bride be given a new name. She'll just be delivered and the marriage will be, will be uh, celebrated. And that makes uh, the marriage to be valid. Therefore, it depends from one culture to another. To an extent, I say that uh, the roles, the culture, and the, the traditions of that specific uh, 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 tribe or that specific family plays an important role in determination and the conclusion of such a marriage. All right. So you don't have to, as your honest mentioned, go to home affairs to validate the marriage. Obviously, it makes sense to do so, so we can get your marriage certificate uh, to use it in the future, etc. But if you fail to do so, that doesn't mean that there's no valid marriage. And even if there was no um, marriage officer who uh, did a civil marriage, once again, that uh, that doesn't affect the validity of the custody match. But yeah, the next question, uh, obviously, Johannes, is what is the effect here? Um, if it is now a valid match, what does that mean? Uh, are they then married in community of property, out of community of property, cruel system, or what? Okay. Uh, customary marriage without an ANC is a marriage in community of property. Therefore, the point of departure is that every um, customary marriage concluded is a marriage out of community of property. Therefore, uh, the Act makes provision that the parties, before they enter into such marriage, can make provision that they enter into an antinatural contract, and such a marriage will still be customary marriage, but be out of community of property. Therefore, 
it is very important that the parties who want to enter into such marriage should look at their situation and decide what options or what consequences will be most suitable to their situation. And if they want it to be out of community, they must go conclude an anti-natural contract. If they want it to be in community of property, they can formally go and conclude such a marriage. However, it's very important that such a contract must be concluded before uh, such a marriage. Otherwise, it serves no purpose. I've had a couple of cases as a notary where I have to help clients with marriage contracts where they come to see me. And then uh, after discussion, it appears that they have indeed already entered into a customary marriage. And then, of course, it's too late to do an antinuptial contract. You've got to do an antinuptial contract, a marriage contract, before you get married. So that's where there are far-reaching consequences, because then, as you mentioned, you are married in community of property, which has various disadvantages, as we have mentioned in previous programs. For example, both spouses are then liable for all the debts that any of the spouses might incur. So if there's, for example, an insolvency, then uh, all the assets of the joint estate would be part of the insolvent estate. Or if someone passes away, then all the assets of both spouses would be part of the deceased joint estate. So my advice certainly would also be to rather do a marriage contract before you get married in terms of a customary marriage or in terms of a civil marriage to ensure that you are married out of community of property. Uh, Your Honours, in the case of death, I guess the same principle applies. No? Um, uh, because there's a valid customary marriage, such a uh, spouse would then, as a surviving spouse, qualify as a spouse in terms of the interstate law of succession, etc. Yes, I, I agree with you. But I've also noticed that the practice is that normally there are disputes. And um, uh, uh, if there are disputes, the court will, or the, the master, will look at the situation or the circumstances of such marriage. But being the marriage in community of property, the, 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 the remaining spouse will be entitled to claim. However, it should be noted that in terms of customary marriage, in, in certain tribes, such as the Zulu nations and other nations, that uh, people enter into polygamous marriage. It is acceptable, and uh, it is the marriage, it still makes the very marriage to be in community of property. However, in such situations, we do advise clients that they should go uh, uh, make a will for, for, for the situations to be normal, to be controlled, because of their normally dispute in such situations. Yeah, I think that's maybe, uh, in conclusion, the most important advice that we can give to our listeners. Please get legal advice from your lawyer before you enter into a custody marriage so that he can help you to draft and sign a marriage contract, firstly, and then, of course, also a will, which uh, then would also cater for what happens if uh, one of the spouses or, or both of them pass away. All right. Thank you, Jonas. Thank you, Volker. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.